Hey, this is Greg. And Zach. Welcome back to the Harvest Gate podcast. Today, we want to wish a special happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. We'll be spending some time talking about the special mothers in our lives, from our wives, mothers, grandmothers, and more, the important roles they played in our lives and some of our fondest memories with them, and some uh, other things as well. Zach, thanks for being here this morning. It's so good to be here. Happy Mother's Day uh, to all you mothers out there. Woohoo. Mom, if you're listening, happy Mother's Day. Liz, if you're listening, happy Mother's Day. Absolutely. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Absolutely. We're excited. Uh, we're we're just in a like mom appreciation mood this morning, kind of thinking about uh, our moms on a special day and a, you know, a special day that's under difficult circumstances with quarantine, with, you know, the normal festivities and gatherings uh, probably impacted and limited. Um, you know, maybe people are Zooming or FaceTiming or something like that. So however we can uh, you know, be there for our, for our moms right now is I think an important thing to to do and an important time to do it. Yes. Yeah. The world uh, needs so more wanted, positivity. That's for certain. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to start off uh, this morning, Zach, just by talking about some of our fondest memories of the motherly figures in our lives. Uh, and I'm sure there's, you know, more than we can think of on short notice, but um, if you don't mind, I'll start with one that springs to mind. Uh, my mom, Carolyn, uh, uh, <laughs> I feel like the first thing I thought of was like, oh, uh, she's been my mom forever. Like, obviously, Greg, get it together. Um, I think when I think back to like some of my fondest memories, uh, and maybe this is indicative of like me and my personality, but they seem to revolve around food a lot. Dude, and, I was just uh, thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and it, I'm reminded of it, though, every time that I'm making some of the food that my mom made for me that was my favorite stuff to have, I'm thinking like sausage gravy in the morning uh, for breakfast, uh, grilled cheese. You know, these were like, the delicacies that I loved. And these are the like comfort food that I still make myself. I make sausage gravy at least once a week. Um, my son's getting into it. Uh, he, he loves grilled cheese. And so if I'm making him grilled cheese, I just go ahead and make some for myself. And it immediately yeah. reminds me of her and, and, you know, it's just a comforting feeling. Yeah. As a dad, anytime that my kids don't eat, like I'm always kind of hoping that they don't eat all of their food. <laughs> so that I can eat the leftover grilled cheese or whatever it may be. So, um, yeah, similar. My my mom, um, we we talk about how her spiritual gift is hospitality, and she loves to host people uh, in her home. I mean, I I don't think that I would be exaggerating to say that she has literally hosted thousands of people um for certain hundreds of people because i know that we have had um uh parties at our home where there was probably upwards of 60 or 70 people yeah um and so my mom is a great um uh, hostess i believe is the word 
Um, and she just does so well at loving people through, um, I mean, she, she does these, she can do everything from a very ornate, uh, five course meal to, um, one of my fondest, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's a fondest memory cause it kind of seems, uh, insincere or <laughs> maybe shallow, but is, um, she used to make, um, I, I just, I was actually telling somebody about this the other day. Um, lunchtime we would have tomato soup and grilled cheese while mm-hmm. she would listen to Paul Harvey on the radio. And so, <laughs> um, uh, I had some tomato soup the other day that somebody had made me and I just thought, Oh man, I feel like I'm a kid again sitting at the table while mom yeah. is listening to Paul Harvey. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, food and, uh, food is just a great way that my mom loves. It's a great way that, uh, that Liz loves actually, uh, we've been doing these mother's day baked boxes for, uh, harvest gate fundraiser. And Liz has spent the last week, um, uh, preparing boxes and baking food. And she is just so incredibly talented. We love hosting people at our home. Um, we both inherited that from our mothers. Um, and hospitality is just in, in, in the core of who we are. Uh, and so, um, and Liz is a phenomenal cook. It's why I'm chubby and overweight. And, um, yeah, so food is not the only thing that make up, uh, the women in my life. Uh, but man, they know how to do it well and they know how to love people well through, uh, not only making food, but just serving people in their homes and having people in their homes and creating, you know, sorry to interrupt. I I don't know that, um, I don't know that food is a bad thing. I mean, if that is the the way that they show you their love and their appreciation for you and uh, is to make something special that you'll love and enjoy, then I think it's great. You know, that's some of a lot of my fond memories with my mom revolved around food, whether it was cooking, uh, gathering together for like big family meals. Uh, that's like a tradition in my family with my grandparents and my grandma. Uh was always just always in the kitchen. We had a a summer place up at uh, Lakeside by Lake Erie, Marblehead Peninsula. And uh, she would be in the kitchen most of the time, most of the week, most of the weekend we were there, but it was just to facilitate gathering the whole family, you know? Uh, And it was preparing the fish that we caught, or it was, um, you know, making strawberry jam. Uh, is one of the things I remember most uh, just sitting down like to play cards in the evening there with, with my mom, with my grandma, with the rest of my family. Uh, and we would have such a good time. And the, it, every time what was on order was strawberry jam on toast. <laughs> and it was just the most amazing thing. And we'll get some still every now and then from them and put it in the freezer. And like, it's like a commodity around here, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, food. I think that food is a spiritual gift. Um, and that might sound like I'm joking. I'm really not. Many of the stories, I think there are over, I could be mistaken. I'm pulling this kind of out of thin air. But if I'm not mistaken, I think about 40% um, of Jesus's ministry was done around food. Uh, it wasn't really in the church. Right. Uh, it was, I, so I, I said 40%, it might be 40 times in scripture, in, in the, in the gospels mm-hmm. where Jesus is, is eating or sharing a meal with someone. Um, I don't know if those are exact numbers. I don't want to, I don't want to be called out on that, but it's a <laughs> lot of times. Well, um, food, food plays such an important role in uh, people's lives and their relationships. When you talk about you know, getting together with friends, you talk about going out to eat together, you talk about, um, you know, sitting down for coffee or, you know, something like that. I mean, it's a place where you can sit and have a shared experience with someone. Family gatherings will always revolve around a meal. Uh, when you take someone out on a date, you know, or is it a lunch date? Is it a dinner date? You know, yeah. um, it's almost always something to do with food. And it's a way to, that all of us have this one thing in common to survive we eat but we don't just eat the nearest piece of food there's this connection with it whether it's making something special or or going out and you know making it an event or something like it's not just something we do yeah it's a labor of love and so uh so here are people in my life um mothers in my life that have uh that kind of all share this common thing of food. Uh, my great grandma, uh, she, uh, she recently just passed away and I don't want to sound heartless, but you don't need to sound, uh, you don't need to feel bad. She was 107. She was born the year the Titanic sank. Uh, so, I mean, she lived a full life. I joke around like she, she probably really missed Jesus because I think she was around when like he was walking around the earth. Um, I think she was friends with him. Um, but uh, she she would have us over for these meals. And oh, my goodness. We like um, I, I didn't, you know, maybe maybe four or five times a year we would go over to her house and she would she would cook us meals into her 90s. Um, it was just incredible. Um, my grandma Miller, that'd be my my mom's mom um, makes incredible pies. Uh, in fact, um, one of my friends uh, for his birthday, he talks like he loves pie. Uh, just recently, she made him uh, three pies for his birthday. Um, and she is 92, I believe. Um, um, my mom obviously loves uh, to cook and she has... I have many of my favorite recipes come from my mom. Um, my mother-in-law uh, also is a great cook, and she makes uh, she caters for people, and she does people's weddings just because she loves them. Um, she like she that's the way that she serves people. She serves through uh, that's how she loves people is through serving people, and so uh, she you know. She'll say, I'll come to your wedding, but like, let me do your food. Um, and that's, that's the way that she, 
She likes to serve people. And then Liz is an incredible, incredible cook. I think, Greg, you've had the, the I'm going to call it a joy. Uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but the experience of, of getting uh, to eat some of Liz's meals. and um, We've definitely my, not had, we've never had a bad meal at your house when you've had us over. Uh, it's always good, good food and good company. So zero, yes. zero out of zero complaints here. Now I will say that my my grandma on my dad's side, I don't remember a meal that I had with her. Um, she's still alive. Uh, she has uh, Alzheimer's, so I would say that she probably doesn't remember a meal that she's made of hers at all either. Uh, but most of um, my life, uh, uh, until recently, she lived in California. We live in Ohio, so I would only get to see her about once a year. Um, so some of the memories that I have with her revolve around going out to California and visiting her and going to the Grand Canyon. And I realized that the Grand Canyon's not in California, but we would take trips to the Grand Canyon. Um, hey, look, this, and, this isn't a geography podcast, okay? It's not what it says. <laughs> yeah, but I just wanted to make it clear that I, I do understand that uh, the Grand Canyon is not in California. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I think the theme here, maybe we should call this episode um, Meals with Mama um, because <laughs> I, I feel like we're going to spend most of the time talking about how great um, how great of memories we have uh, of sitting around tables with our mothers and other loved ones because of what our mothers have done and the, the mothers in our lives. Um, I will say this, and we we still joke about this with my mom. Um, I don't know how many meals I enjoyed with my mom because <laughs> she is always up serving people. And um, the older we get, uh, it, it works the same way. The older she gets, we're like, mom, sit down and just like have a conversation with us. And she's like, I oh, will, yeah. I will. I just want to make sure that everybody has everything they need. And Seems like as soon as dinner's over, she's collecting up plates and taking them in. It's, and I'm like, all right, Martha. Um, there, there's a story in the Bible where Jesus is uh, being entertained at someone's house, and he's um, he's teaching, and people are just you know engaged in conversation, and and Mary is sitting at Jesus's feet, just taking it all in, and Mary's sister Martha comes up. And she's like, Jesus, would you tell Mary to to get up and and help me? Uh, I'm trying to, you know, make the house nice for you. And he's like, Hey, uh, she's sitting here in my presence. Maybe you should learn from her. Um, and so uh, we 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 joke in my family that my mom is a Martha, uh, and that she's always <laughs> go 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 go. Um, and the same is true of Liz's mother. The same is true of Liz as well. Um, and I, I got to jump in and say absolutely same for my grandma, Ona, who uh, is my my mom's mom. She it, I mean, it's it's not a family meal together at their house or at, you know, my aunt's uh, condos, you know, party house or wherever we're gathering. If they're if we're not saying, Grandma, come sit down, Grandma, you got to come sit down, <laughs> come sit down. And now now that my mom and my aunt are sort of taking over a little bit of that role more. We're doing the exact same thing. Mom, 
Chris, come sit down. Like Carolyn, come <laughs> sit down. You guys got to just be here and, and enjoy some of the, you know, fruits of your labor uh, so we can all enjoy it together. Yeah. And, you know, you were talking about um, uh, a little bit ago how uh, uh, you might not have been able to enjoy as many of those meals with your mom. And I think that's just for me, it got me thinking about how many times I didn't really appreciate it at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I was I was playing video games. I was going to go meet some friends and I just took the food and ran and and she didn't get to really enjoy the satisfaction of seeing me enjoy that food. So uh, belatedly, thank you for so many of the amazing meals. Uh, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. And sorry, I didn't stick around to share them. Yeah, and no, I would I, say I, wouldn't have I thank you, food. but my waist size does not thank you. Um. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> I don't know that I would have shared the food, but I would have shared the experience. Yeah, uh, the food was so good, I would have eaten it all. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Some uh, so some of the other uh, memories that I have uh, that don't revolve around food necessarily is travel. I. Um, my mom is a travel fiend, mm-hmm. um, and I adopted that trait. My dad is as well. Um, and so, like, in the midst of this pandemic, uh, I think that my parents were supposed to go on a trip. Uh, like, they have one planned to go to, I think, France um, uh, this fall, and they're kind of worried on, like, oh, no, what if we can't go on our trip? Um um, you know, I say recently, uh, last year I had the opportunity, um, of, of a lifetime to, to go on a trip to Israel with my parents. And I think, um, that experience just to, to, to share in our love for travel, in our love for Jesus and our love for one another that trip was incredibly special that I got to spend with my mom and dad. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, none of my other siblings went, uh, Liz didn't come with me and my kids didn't come with me. It was just me and mom and dad and the other people that were part of the tour. But, um, it was just, man, such a great experience being able to, uh, to share memories and, and not only, um, to Israel, uh, growing up, you know, we would take trips to, um, uh, family vacations. Um, I remember mm-hmm. when I was, uh, a teenager, um, we took a, a, I was the only one left in the house and we went to, uh, to Europe. We went to Italy and to, uh, to England. And that was just another time that I had just with my parents and, and those who were on the, the tour with us. Um, and those memories are so sweet. Um, I just think about, uh, the, the, not only the experience and the, the culture, uh, inundation, I guess you could call it. Um, but just the the time with my my mom and dad, um, Liz and I have been able to share. Uh, you know, she's a, another mother in my life. Um, 
she's the mother of my <laughs> three kids, obviously. Um, but Liz and I, for our 10 year anniversary, were able to go to Portugal. Uh, we like to take little mini trips. Uh, we've been to Greece together. Um, just those times that I have, uh, you know, talking about my, um, my grandma on my dad's side, we would go uh, out to visit them. And then we would travel uh, where they lived in California. We were about a three hour drive to uh, Las Vegas and to, uh, to different places in Arizona. We'd go up to Sedona. We'd go to the Grand Canyon, um, uh, Phoenix. Uh, there's just a lot of really great experiences and a lot of great memories around traveling with the mothers in my life. And I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Uh, I, I have to say the same. My parents and I took a lot of trips down to the British Virgin Islands throughout my childhood, probably six or seven trips over maybe 18 years or something like that. And uh, we got to take different, you know, family members, uh, cousins, friends down with us as well. My brother and his wife got down there with us before. And it was always just so special to to spend time together like that. And I mentioned earlier, Lakeside was a huge part of my childhood. Every summer we were up there, you know, maybe a third of the summer was spent up at Lake Erie. And uh, that time, you know, uh, with them was just wonderful. Um, you know, you were kind of talking about memories that didn't necessarily relate to food. I think one of the things that I've, or I, you know, I'll just kind of quickly highlight because we don't have, a ton of time, but I want to talk about a couple quick things um, for my grandma. Uh, while they didn't personally stick for me and I didn't like become a musician, uh, piano lessons. When I was a kid, we spent a lot of time uh, doing piano lessons. And then I was into a band and played the trumpet in high school. And I think a lot of that was connected to that. I kind of regret not continuing that because I think it would be a really fun uh, talent and hobby to to enjoy. Absolutely. Um, my mom is a very talented artist and she gets to sort of continue or has been continuing over the past maybe 10 years or so doing not just art, but like serving other people as an activity coordinator um, at a retirement village in Columbus and cool. has just loved doing that. And we got to do so many arts and crafts and those sorts of things when I was a kid and I like to think that a lot of her artistic and, um, you know, arts related stuff had an influence on me and got me interested in things like graphic design, which I went on to get, you know, uh, an associate's degree in. So I think I can look and see how individually they've had an influence on me. Um, uh, I obviously want to talk about Emily, uh, my wife, uh, mother to Eli, my son who's so important to everything going on in my life. Uh, I'm not, I mean, I, I could, it would take me a long time, I think, to list all the things that I'm very uh, thankful for from her and not just her as a mom, but as a, as a wife and partner in everything that we're doing. But she's such an incredible mom to Eli. And, uh, you know, just right now during this pandemic is, is finding new ways to spend time with him and connect with him. And, you know, he's missing out on seeing his friends. And so we're kind of his two best friends right now. And, <laughs> uh, and he's having a blast playing his Nintendo that he got for his birthday. So we got him 
uh, you know, Super Mario and some Lego Jurassic World the other day. And he's just having so much fun. And and he doesn't you know, he's an only child, but he doesn't like to do it by himself. He wants us to be there with him, uh, playing it with him, even if it's a you know single player game. <laughs> he wants us yeah. to be involved in. Uh, and we've gotten to do that a lot and it's been super fun to watch them connecting and having fun. I come up from a break at work and they're just in there having a great time and laughing or, you know, problem solving and learning together. They're, you know, watching YouTube videos, trying to figure out how to beat the next thing or find the next thing. Um, and it's just, uh, a fun thing to be, you know, a part of. So, yeah. And Man, watching Liz these past two months um, has been incredible. Um, uh, Liz has uh, a a bachelor's degree in early childhood and special education. Uh, So she's at a little bit of of an advantage uh, with this whole homeschooling thing. Um, But man, she... uh, Our kids are... um, are as bright as they are because they have uh, a great mother who teaches them uh, and is patient with them uh, that uh, just loves on them in many ways. I know she often feels guilty because we didn't, you know, it's fall time and we didn't go to the apple orchard today and, or, you know what, um, that these big, what I would call maybe grandiose gestures of, of love. And, but she, I know that she, she really desires to do these things and we do them when we get the chance. But, um, Liz also does a really great job in, in the ordinary of loving our kids. of spending yeah, and time. That, and she- it's that everyday kind of stuff that, uh, maybe sometimes goes unappreciated or, or doesn't feel as important. The, you know, it's like, did we, did we get to go to Disney this year? You know, like, and that's a very real example for us. That trip was canceled, but, Mm -hmm. but what are we doing every day to, uh, you know, to connect and love and, and experience life together? You know, we don't get to enjoy those big, exciting things if we don't have, fun every day or if we don't learn something every day or do something together every day. So, yeah. And those, there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with those big grand gestures. Um, but I think more importantly, you know, what is, what is less insignificant than a meal? Yet we just spent, I don't know, 10 minutes talking about all of the meals that we, not all of the meals, but many of the meals that we shared with our mothers and because of our mothers and, um, yeah. I mean, uh, there's so much love that happens in the ordinary, and I can I can say that's true of my grandmothers, of my mother, of my mother-in-law, uh, and of Liz. Uh, seeing that in the lives of other mothers, there's so much love in the ordinary, and so uh, all you moms out there, I want to thank you for loving in the ordinary. Um, you are a great mother. You may not uh, do it the way that all the Instagram moms do it, and that's okay. Um, the way that you love your kids is great, and your kids will look back and they will reflect and they will be grateful for how you loved them. I I want to um, to release the burden 
of of perfection from your shoulders. Um, you will not be a perfect mother. I will not be a perfect father. It's okay. Um, but you will be a great mother if you are present. Um, and Greg, I, I was just reflecting, you know, you were talking about all the meals that you've had, all the travel you've done, all these experiences that you've had with your mother, the mothers in your life. Uh, mm-hmm. I can say the same is true of me. Um, and I was just thinking, man, how, how blessed are we? Uh, we're pretty spoiled. Um, when it comes to how great the mothers in our lives have been, which is not the case for some people. Some people have yeah, not had good true. experiences with their mothers. And, um, and you know, there are, there are some people who long, there are some women out there who long to be mothers, but for various reasons, um, maybe cannot, uh, don't have the opportunity to be uh, a, a mother through, through birth. Um, and we want you to know that we, we love you and you, uh, we want to be sensitive to that in your life. And we know that, um, uh, things like infertility or miscarriages, um, or, or the loss of a child can be incredibly, incredibly painful. And we don't want to sound insensitive or trite to those kinds of things. Um, if you did not have a good experience with your mother growing up, we don't want to um, uh, turn you off from mothers by talking about how great ours are. Uh, we want you to know that we love you and that we are here for you. And um, But we also want to take the time to honor um, those, those who are mothers. And you may not be a birth mother to someone, but I'm sure that they're are people in your life that have served as mother figures. Uh, maybe there's someone in your life that you serve as a mother figure in their life. Um, and maybe you don't have um, any physical children, but I'm sure that there are probably some of you who have spiritual children, who there are, are people whose faith um, is what it is today because of the impact in uh that you have played in their life. And, and I want to speak to that real quick about my mother. Um, my, uh, really all the women, uh, all the mothers in my life have played a very, very important role, uh, in the shaping of my faith. Um, my, my, uh, grandma on my mom's side, um, she, I have heard her say like, I don't know why I'm still alive. I think it's just because God wants me just to pray. And I know that she prays for all. I think that uh, her family tree, uh, like from her down, is something like 64 or 65 grand, uh, like children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. It's pretty nuts. Um, um, uh, And she prays for every single one of us by name every day. and that amazes me. Uh, um, and my mother is such a great source of wisdom and encouragement. Uh, there's been, you know, many times of hurt and pain in my life, and she's been there as a comfort. Liz does the same for me. Um, uh, that 
she's she's an encouragement. She is a voice of wisdom. Uh, she is a uh, an example uh, of of faith. All of all of the, you know, whether it's my great grandmother, my grandmother's, my mother, my mother in law, um, or you know, Liz. Um, all of these women have played such a important role of shaping my faith and you know more than the food more than the travel uh more than the great times uh you know uh and the the times of the ordinary uh it is it is their quiet faith and sometimes their very loud faith uh that i probably am most appreciative of uh, that's been a really big thing for me yeah, you know, I I want to echo a little bit of that just to kind of go through um, some of the, and you know, like you're talking about, you know, whether you are uh, a mom yourself or whether you are a motherly figure to other people, I think it's equally important to play that uh, that role to be a role model or comforting or, or you know, whatever role it is, um, you know, I think about my mom, obviously, but I also think about a lot of my friends' moms as a, as a young kid in the suburbs, I spent tons of time in in the backyard or basement of my friend's house on the trampoline or, you know, playing Nintendo and my good friend, Dan, his mom, Sue, uh, you know, I probably owe her, uh, hundreds and hundreds of cans of pop and candy bars (laughs) and bags that i scarfed down at their house so thanks for all that i'll find a way to pay you back someday (laughs) um yeah same thing real quick story about that real quick sorry to interrupt my um so i have a friend um uh who actually just a couple of days ago got married and so congratulations to wes um but um wes was over at my house a majority of my teenage years I remember there was one time there's a snowstorm and like nobody was out on the road and he drove over so he could spend time at our house. Um, and, mm-hmm. um, my, I remember one time my, um, um, my mom was leading a Sunday school class, uh, and Wes and I were in the same Sunday school class. And, uh, my mom asked the question is kind of like an icebreaker. What is your favorite room in the house? And, uh, Wes said, your, your pantry. Um, <laughs> not, um, not my pantry, your pantry. Your pantry. Yeah. Um, and so I think that I was away at boot camp. Um, so like I'm not even in the house anymore. I'm gone. I'm, you know, I've flown the coop. Um, and my mom went to go put something in my room and she opens the door and was startled because Wes was sleeping in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, um, uh, you know, and, and Wes had, uh, had a great mother. It's not that like he had a bad mother and he was trying to escape the house. He had a great mother. Um, but, uh, yeah, like there, there are people who, uh, who, who just serve as mothers to more than just, uh, birth children. So sorry to interrupt your story, Greg, but that was, that was just a memory that popped up of how, how motherly, uh, uh, my mother can be to even others that are not me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah. And no problem for the interruption. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think we're just, I think what's 
exciting about this conversation is how enthusiastic we are to talk about so many people that were important to us and how grateful we are and having a moment to stop and think about that um, to go, wow, look at all the important people that, uh, you know, the important moms that played roles in our lives. So I was thinking also of a really close family friend of ours uh, who, uh, who lived across the street for quite a while. Carrie was my mom's best friend and she fought breast cancer for, I don't know how long, you know, 20 years almost. Um, and, mm. and, uh, just lost her battle with it a couple of years ago. And she was such mm. a, uh, an incredibly positive person and the positivity under, you know, incredibly difficult circumstances, I think is something I like to, to hold on to and think about because she was just such a kind person. Um, of course, uh, I've talked about Emily, her mom, Diana, uh, her grandma, uh, who was, she was very close with, uh, obviously had a really important role in her life. Uh, my aunt Chris as well, my mom's sister who, um, you know, has done a, a ton for me when I was a kid, I spent all kinds of time running over to my cousin's house and, and playing with them. And, and it was just so important and so comforting everywhere I went to have uh, a kind, comforting, you know, motherly figure there supporting me. And, uh, you know, I'm super, super thankful for that all the way through. So to all of to all of my my respective moms, I love you all. Thank you so much. Yes. In the words of Tupac Shakur, you are appreciated. Um, <laughs> um that's gonna, uh, there's a that's gonna be like a trivia quote someday. Like, what rapper did the Harvestgate <laughs> yeah. podcast reference on Mother's <laughs> Day? What? <laughs> uh, I'm an idiot. Um, uh, there's there's a uh, a proverb. It's it's uh, from from the Bible, from the Book of Proverbs, um, that that describes, uh, you know. Uh, just the the uh, you would maybe call her a model woman or a model mother, um, and sometimes you might hear the phrase thrown around of a Proverbs thirty one woman. Um, uh, and I, I just want to read a couple of verses from here. It says she is clothed in strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future when she speaks. Her words are wise, and she gives instruction with kindness. Um, I mean, I feel like that sums up the the mothers in my life very well. Uh, and a, a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Um, uh, her children, these are just little uh, tidbits from this passage. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also uh, praises her. Many women have done uh, excellently, but she surpasses them all. I feel like these, uh, even as you've been talking about your the mothers uh, in your life, Greg, uh, these are just these are words that sum up uh, how awesome all of the mothers are, um, and I'm. I'm grateful for, um, I'm grateful for the mothers in your life, Greg, because they, 
uh, have shaped who you are, and I love you dearly, and I'm uh, grateful for you in my life. Um, you know, they say behind every uh, every good man is a strong woman, uh, and I think that we can say that about uh, about the women in our lives. Hopefully, we're strong men. Um, <laughs> but I'm just I'm I I feel like I'm babbling here, but. Man, mothers, thank you for all you do. Uh, you love our children in ways that we cannot. Um, yeah, um, in times that we sometimes would struggle to. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, it's not that we don't love our children; we just love them differently than we than you do. Um, and that's good and necessary. And uh, real quick shout out to dads who um, who's maybe the your. Uh, the mother of your children are not around for whatever reason it may be. And you have had to fill in that role uh, of mother, man, God bless you because that is a difficult thing to do. Um, uh, for all the stepmothers out there, uh, for all of the, uh, the mothers, uh, who are filling in for mothers who have passed away, uh, you are blessed. Um, thank you for, for doing that. Being a mom, is um i always i always uh, want to be careful like when i meet a a, a a woman and i say so um do you uh do you work outside of the home i always want to be very careful that i don't say or are you just a mother because being a mother is an incredibly um difficult and trying job at times but it's also very rewarding and um Mm-hmm. So you're not just a mother. You are that that may be perhaps the most important role that you play uh in life. Um and so know that you are appreciated. Absolutely. Well, I know we could go on and on, but we should probably stop here and just say a big thank you again. And Zach, did you want to close us uh in prayer for all the moms out there or anyone filling that role for someone? Uh, to wrap us up. Absolutely. Jesus, we thank you for mothers. We thank you for the roles uh, that they have played in shaping our lives, uh, for the thousands, if not millions of meals that have been cooked, for the endless art projects, uh, for the, the countless uh, homework assignments that they've helped us accomplish for the 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 immeasurable words of wisdom that they have spoken, the hugs, the uh, the prayers that have gone up on our behalf. Thank you for all of the mothers. Thank you um, for whatever role of mother you play whether it's a blood mother, an adopted mother, uh, a foster mother, a stepmother, a, uh, a mother, uh, a grandmother, a uh, just a, a friend who has played a motherly role. There are all sorts of mothers. And we thank you for each of those, Lord. May you bless them this year. May you give them an extra dose of blessing, an extra dose of patience and kindness and serenity in this time where 
Um, maybe the only thing that they can focus on right now is being a mother because they're they are they're at home. Uh, maybe exclusively right now, and that can be incredibly difficult. But Lord, uh, you have blessed us with mothers. You have blessed us. Uh, we thank you for that. We ask, Lord, that you would um, rain down your peace and your comfort uh, upon all of us in this time of of chaos. Uh, you are a good God, and we thank you for for who you are and how you love. We thank you and love you and pray these things in the powerful and mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for uh, your time this morning, Zach. And I'll personally close by saying, Mom, thanks for listening. I love you. Yes, it's been fun, Mom. Follow us on social media at Harvestgate Network. There are several ways you can engage with us and support the Harvestgate Network at harvestgate.org. You can subscribe to the Harvestgate podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. If you're as excited as we are about this project, please consider supporting us by sharing, joining our prayer team, or donating on our website. Thanks for listening to the Harvestgate podcast, connecting faith to families, communities, and marketplaces.